We didn't even get to Kyle Rittenhouse. I was uh, <laughs> oh, that Joker. That's actually like we could touch on that real quick if you want to. I know it's getting late, but yeah, uh, I was gonna. Yeah, I wanted to wrap it up, and I know it's getting late for some of the East Coast folks. But um, yeah, if you want, did you have something? You want to say something about that really quick? Uh, yeah, like you know, um, honestly, uh, I know my brother's probably uh, he's amped up, probably wanting to talk about this kid. But um, I had a little bit of a disagreement with some uh, family members uh, about that kid. You know, I don't. So the facts that I had last read was basically he got – he's basically illegally in possession of a firearm. Um, he was in a different state, um, and, and he was supposedly – what he from his little interview, he was um, there to administer first aid to people who needed it, you know. Uh, and then some of the other facts that I found were – yeah, he was across state lines with a firearm, um, and he was not a, legally in possession of that firearm because he was, what, 17 and a half or whatever he was. Um, but for us, we kind of think, oh, he's over state lines. You know, he's hours away, but it's only like a 30-minute drive, I think, is what someone had, had reported um, where he lived to where he was at. But So, yeah, it is illegal, but it's not some kind of crazy thing that he drove across the whole state to get there. Well, what difference does it make how many miles he drove? He went there and shot people. Yeah, I think think it's relevant. I think it's relevant for people. um, I think it's relevant because it's 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 like for us it's it would be like us driving to like Elk Grove or something. You know, it's not like some crazy thing. But we don't drive to Elk Grove and then kill people. Yeah, no, I just think, I mean, I'm just saying like the facts basically. So, and then getting to the situation itself, the altercation or the, I guess you could break it up into two altercations was um, they were held up at some kind of gas station and there were some people on the roof that he had said in one of his interviews that were like overwatch, you know, they're providing overwatch, like it's some kind of war zone or something. But, uh, and then they were supposed to be down below. And um, at that point, somebody started to like antagonize him saying, Oh, you're going to shoot me. You're going to shoot me, shoot me then. And started like chasing him. Um, at which point he kind of turned and ran and got to a wall, um, where he could no longer run. And when he turned, I guess that's when he threw like a bottle. Uh, I don't know if that's, if it was actually a bottle or not, but he threw something at him at which time, uh, I guess Kyle, um, raised his firearm and, and fired, I think, two shots or fired at the guy, um, basically. like, And I don't know how many times he was struck, but he was struck and killed. Um, and that's when he, like, there was a video of him, like, freaking out, saying, oh, I just killed someone, I just killed someone. And then he starts, like, at that point, he decides for whatever reason to start trying to um, – get to the police line, like try to run from the scene of the crime to the police Mm -hmm. line to get, I guess, protection. Um, And everybody in this, and I don't want to say mob because it has like a lot of uh, negative connotations to that word, but this group of protesters were like, hey, he just killed someone, he just killed someone, you know, get that uh, mother effer, da 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 And then that's when people started chasing him. And the the skateboard guy... um, he was still running, you know, I don't, and that's the video. I think that was a cell phone video that you saw. And he, when he tripped, he turned um, and fired up at that. I think it was a guy with the skateboard. He fired up at him, struck him. Yeah. 
Um, and then there was a second guy. I don't know if you remember seeing that or hearing that. There was a second guy who actually had a firearm, firearm on him, a pistol. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's the one who got shot in the hand. If I if I if I remember correctly, um, mm-hmm. it's been you know weeks since I've looked at this particular case. But with all that being said, you know. Um, how do I feel about the charges, you know, and the bail and all that stuff? Uh, I definitely feel like the kid's an asshole. He should have never been there. Um, he's guilty of all kinds of um, crimes. But in regards to the first shooting, you know, he was retreating to the point where he couldn't anymore. And he defended himself. Um, so I, I'm not seeing... I'm not seeing like a premeditated murder type charge there. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not seeing that. But why did um, he go there? That's, and that's the thing that that's a separate like thing, which I'll, I'll, I'll unpack that in just a second, but I'm not seeing murder there. Um, I'm seeing uh, a defense case. And then when he flees the scene of the crime, mm-hmm. um, I think there's a charge that could be had there. Um, and then the second shooting of the guy with the skateboard, I, I, I'm thinking it's very similar to, um, to the first shooting, the first incident. I, I think there's a case there for um, defense as well. So to go to why is he even there, uh, that's where he becomes a piece of shit because, you know, you go knocking on enough doors um, and somebody's going to answer, you know? And I think that's, I think he absolutely, um, me and my friend talk about it. uh, Like he kind of, I think he had this fantasy of being like this, some, like I said earlier, like this Patriot or something. Um, And he thought he was out there doing like, you know, some good protecting the community or whatever, or he could have just been putting himself in a situation where he was going to be, allowed to shoot somebody i don't know what kind of you know what's in his head you know i can't i can't speculate on his mindset but um he definitely shouldn't have been there i don't think he has any duty or right to be there you know i'm 100 percent for i feel like it's my right and my duty to protect myself my and my property and my family you know my household my business whatever i'm 100 percent for that but i do not agree with you know, going to whatever it was, a Shell gas station owned by Joe Schmo, who we don't know, or some corporation full I know, but yeah, I don't I don't believe I have the right or the obligation to go protect some gas station that's not even mine. Um so I'm hundred percent against that him being there at all. But um I'm not seeing a murder there. I'm just not seeing a murder charge there for well, me. Do you know? Okay, first off, do you know that he actually tried to be a volunteer for the Minneapolis police, and that they rejected him? No, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, um, and I'm not sure, hundred percent. Like um, for myself, I would ask, like, what's the relevance, you know, to the actual situation? Because there? the police told him not to come. They told okay. him, you know, it's it's kind of like. It's kind of like when the police told uh, when the uh, a nine one one operator told um, Zimmerman, "Oh, uh, not to pursue him." Not like to pursue. Yeah, it's kind of the same principle in a way, right? It's like this is not your fight, kid. Like, yeah, yeah. 
and they. Well, I mean, does that does that constitute murder though? Like, I mean, that that's that could serve as a uh, circumstantial evidence to something. It goes else, into but... the record absolutely. You have the sheriff saying after the fact he was because he was he was questioned afterwards. He he said, "Yeah, this kid." wanted to be a part of my volunteer service. And I told him no, because I did not want to have the liability of his safety. Yeah. I mean, but, but wasn't there another video though? Wasn't there another video um, where it was like, were they like, they were giving water to him, like him and some other guys or something. They're giving oh, yeah, him they bottles of water. They took, so fast, they took him for fast food too. They were giving him burgers and stuff. Yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of uh, contradicting, like the whole you know, stay home. It's not your fight. But if you do come, we'll give you water and food. Like, ah, that's kinda, I mean, it's kind of weird in itself, isn't it? They well, they knew of him. I mean, they knew a little bit about who he was, I guess. But they that that was also part of the video. They showed the police driving by him when he's in the middle of the street. There's people yelling like, "This guy shot people," and they just yeah. drive him and go down to the uh i actually did a i did a video on on rittenhouse also where i kind of like went down and the stuff was a little bit more fresh in my mind then but i kind of went through some of the facts but um i wanted to see if you could answer this one because this is what i was going to ask about what tap asked about like where do you get that and and yes the escalating from a bottle to a deadly force and um yeah that's that's tough because you know um the part of it escalating, I think, like to address that, um, it's 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 tough, you know, because if I, first of all, I would never be in that situation. I would never put myself in that situation like well, that. Now, but, yeah, and I was going to ask you that too, because I know yeah, you would never. Put, I would never put myself in that situation. But um, if I was, and somebody is chasing me with a bottle, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know where people's individual gauges on what, what they feel is lethal, um, lethal force, you know, but I would have no problem if I was being chased by somebody with a bottle and they're telling me to shoot me, you know, and, and I would have no problem shooting, shooting a person who was chasing me with a bottle. Um, I hope that doesn't make me seem like a cold-blooded person, but um, somebody could be chasing me uh, with a high heel, you know, and if they're saying the right things and I'm in fear for my life, I feel uh, it's very subjective to there's, what they feel like their intent is, you know? there's a Well, there's a lot of layers here, obviously. Um, first off, like, you would not be in a position – I don't think to have a person running at you with a bottle because you're a responsible gun owner. Right. I mean, we've talked about this, like you're not going to yeah. cross state lines illegally carrying a gun and going. And I mean, I mean, okay, now, and I'm not, I'm not a gun owner, but like, I understand like that there's certain types of responsibilities as a responsible gun owner. Right. We, is it, is it responsible? And I'm, I'm being kind of rhetorical. I mean, obviously I kind of know what you're going to say, but like, are you supposed to be brandishing a weapon and taking it into a place like that, a, a heated place where there you where you know that people are going to have their tempers up? They're, you're you're going into a, an inflamed situation with a gun. Is that I mean, is that responsible behavior? What kind of outcome are you expecting? 
Yeah, what I think his expectation. Um, what does he think is going to happen when he goes there? That's the thing that I. That's the thing that I want to know. So I think that. Um, I think that if you're in a situation, so I could see a, I could see a point either way. You know, if um, if if you're going to a place to to administer like first aid, right? Like we do this in the military all the time. You know, we have armed uh, medics, you know, um, pararescue and all that, you know, so that's not an unheard of thing. Um, so I could say yes or no, I can make an argument either way, but the fact of the matter that uh, he just should not have been there to, right. to protect anything, to administer first aid. You know, I don't even think he was qualified to administer like first aid and stuff. So he has no reason to be there. Um, as yeah. far as it being irresponsible, I think the fact that like if you know it's illegal to be in another state with your firearm or whatever, then it's it's not responsible, obviously. But if let, let's say if because um, I am I am a um, gun owner. So let's say if I take my gun. And I go on a road trip to uh, Nevada, like what is it, two hours away, two hours and fifteen minutes away, and I and I unknowingly broke a law. Um, I don't think that makes me a horrible person or an irresponsible gun owner. Um, by definition, I would be, but I don't think that it was some kind of like gross negligence. It would be, a, I think, it would be like give me a warning and send me on my uh, back across state lines and like basically like educate, like yeah. Um, more compliance than it is punishment. But with this kid, I mean, there was just so many layers of wrong there. Um, but I wanted to, to address that like lethal response to somebody chasing me with a bottle, like, um, uh, uh, like, and I'm not trying to side with police, but, um, to use that as an example, um, if you, if you are coming after, um, I don't know if you're aware of this even, but if somebody's reaching for your belt, like if you're a cop and someone is reaching at your belt, that is, um, you could respond with lethal, lethal force if you need to, because those things on your belt are considered weapons, um, whether it be your taser, um, your pepper spray, your baton, those things are considered weapons. And so you could respond with lethal force. So um, addressing the comment about the bottle, um, yeah, like I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not for that. You know, you're not gonna chase me down with a bottle, with a stick, with a broom, you know, a shovel. You're not chasing me down so, with anything, and I'm not giving any warning shots. You know, if I pull my, if I pull my weapon out, it's, it's not to give anybody a warning shot. So, right, I understand that, but like, what kind of a person is gonna chase after somebody with a fucking bottle? Who's got a apologize for this? Like, I try not to, I try no. to swear too much on this channel. No, I, I'm, I, I get I that too. I get that too. What what kind of that guy, who uh, does that? Somebody, I mean, I, somebody who's definitely like, I'm not saying they're stupid. It was a stupid thing they did, but they definitely let the emotions, like it was probably oh, some weird. tensions were pretty high. Um, but. But I, um, but I go back to what Tap was saying because I don't, I haven't seen the evidence of that. Where is the corroborating evidence of this story that he was, that he was, you know, on an alley? Because the only thing I saw was him shooting people in the middle of the street, an open street. That was the second it, part. So the first part, there was the first part. Um, I don't know where where that 
came out, but it was right after it had happened. Um, I had read that and I would have to look it up again and see if I could find something to corroborate that. But even like, let's say like take that first, take that first someone chasing him with a bottle or whatever, take that out of it and dissect just the other one where let's say he has already shot somebody and, and that opens up to the second incident where he was being chased um, by uh, a group of people. um, One of which decided when he caught up to him with a skateboard, he was going to try to hit him with a skateboard. Um, Again, like if someone's hit me with a skateboard and I have a a means to protect myself, they're going to get shot. So I'm supposed to to believe that this, this kid who, okay, he took it upon himself to legally cross state lines with a gun that he wasn't, he did not legally possess, right? He took it upon himself to put himself in that situation. And now he feels, he feels justifiably uh, a fearful for his life based because of he's carrying a semi-automatic weapon, right? He's feeling this fear for his life, and that's more justified than the people that are there that see him there with the semi-automatic weapon. And him and knowing the fact that he's not legally carrying you, I'm saying you, you knowing the fact that yeah, he's not legally yeah. carrying the gun. You're um, saying he's more justified in his actions than the people that, in that situation? No, I don't think it's a matter of more for me. Um, I definitely feel like so it's kind of that goes to that that old saying, you know, uh, let's say it's not, it doesn't, it's not a hundred percent like, like cut and dry. But, um, if those people who were chasing him felt like they were in danger, that he was posing an immediate danger to their lives, they had Mm -hmm. every right to, to beat him to death with a skateboard if necessary, if that's what they felt they needed to do to protect their life. But, um, the fact that somebody is running um, away from you with, and they're not pointing a weapon at you, it would be hard for me to make that argument for them if they were saying, hey, I was chasing him with the skateboard to beat his head in um, because I was afraid for my life. Um, it would be hard for me to make that argument for him. For I, 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 I don't remember that guy, how old he was or whatever. but you would, um, It would be hard for you to argue that the guy was justified in fearing for his life yeah, if yeah, if he's chasing him down with a skateboard and and uh, let's say he caught him, let's say he caught uh, Kyle, right, and he beat him down with the with his skateboard um, to mm-hmm. hospital or death or whatever, right? And now he's on trial for beating him down with a skateboard, and I'm sitting yeah. on the jury. I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't believe you were in fear for your life. You chased him fifty yards. Never once did he lift his weapon up um, and aim it at you. Never once did he say, like, I'm going to shoot you or, you know, whatever. Um, but you mm-hmm. continue to chase him. Um, so I, if I was on a jury, I would have to say, I don't think you were in fear for your life chasing somebody down. Um, I mean, we're, that's I mean, like, we're getting- well, my, where I would come from, from that perspective. Um, but it, he, he's guilty of a lot of things. I, I think he's, he's a victim of, Oh, geez, I don't want to blame the administration, but um, he's a victim of this whole like circumstance of where he thinks he's some kind of you know hero or patriot or he's doing some service to his country by being out acting like some kind of militia man or something. 
Um, yeah, I, you know, he's he's delusional to the sense, you know, he's 17 impressionable delusional kid that broke a shit ton of laws. But I don't I don't feel like murder in itself is one of them, you know. Well, I'll just say a couple of things. First off, um, <clears throat> again, getting back to kind of the idea of responsibility, you know, we talk about like leadership and accountability, right? Responsibility. Like he made a, he made a choice, right? He put himself in that situation. Yeah. And, you know, again, I'm, I'm speaking as not a, not a gun owner myself, but I'm trying to kind of put myself in like your shoes, maybe like, as I would think if I was a responsible gun owner, you know, you have, <clears throat> you have to make a personal judgment as to what your tolerance is for for conflict and again i kind of bring it back to i'm thinking back to george zimmerman here and i'm, I'm not even yeah. necessarily now i'm kind of getting into a more gen, general idea here not necessarily specifically to, to kyle but you know you choose to put yourself in a situation that you that you know could lead to escalation to violence whatever right george zimmerman and i'm, I'm kind of targeting him now because yeah you know, he followed it's similar. that. I think it's a similar, it's a knew, similar situation. Yeah, I, mean, I do think it's a similar principle. He had a gun mm -hmm. on him, right? Zimmerman knew he had a gun. I don't know. I'm not convinced that he would have still followed that kid if he didn't have the gun. He went there no, knowing, knowing that he had that security blanket, right? To go follow mm -hmm. that kid, just like this guy did. You, yeah. you, I would argue that you have a responsibility if you're going to brandish a weapon and take it across state lines illegally, mind you, right? But either way, the fact that you're going to brandish a weapon and take it with you, and and with the idea being that you're going to be a, a security or you know yeah. whatever EMT, like yeah. you have to you have to have some sort of level of control and, I mean, frankly, strength to to be able to handle what's coming at you without just going straight to shooting somebody. Now, see, I'm not going to put myself in that position to where I have to decide if a guy's running after me with a bottle, am I going to shoot him or not? Because I'm not going to put my, I'm not doing that. I'm not taking a gun and I'm not going to go walk into a, a a protest with it in a place where I know emotions are running high. You know, you just had a man killed. I mean, the second time within the matter of, you know, a couple months, a black man killed by the police. I mean, or, well, I guess shot in yeah. this, this this case, he was shot. He he, he didn't die, um, but you know another shooting in the same the same precinct. So I guess what I'm saying is, yeah. he he demonstrated a, a severe lack of responsibility in his actions, and I think that you kind of agree on that. And then the the, the one other thing I was going to say, and then yeah. I'll I'll let you have the last word. I know it, it's getting getting late, but I was just going to say um, on the on the on the issue of murder. And in particular, felony murder. Now, I'm 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 drawing back to another conversation I had with with Tofik. That was the lawyer that I had when I did mm -hmm. the episode on. Um, actually, this was on George Floyd, and this was when the body cam footage was released on the George Floyd arrest. And we were talking about felony murder and what the definition of felony murder is, separate from murder. Now, this is where I I'm not going to claim to know the. I don't know the details of the Rittenhouse charges as well as I do. With I followed George Floyd um, and the Derek Chauvin yeah. charges a lot closer. Yeah. I don't know with Kyle as, as as well, 
But what I was going to say is that, so felony murder is defined as a homicide, a murder that takes place in the commission of a separate felony that wasn't in the intention of murdering. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that is because that's what we, I would like to see. But we are in agreement that he broke laws. Yeah, exactly. So understand. Yeah, so, so listening to that podcast, you're right on par with that. I would be 100 percent in agreement. So that's what I'm right. So that's what I'm saying is that I I would I am with you. I'm going to give the kid the benefit of the doubt that he did not go there purely with the intention of killing somebody. I'm gonna I'm gonna because and and again and that's coming from like my dad was a was a defense attorney. So I'm like. You know, he was very big on obviously like guilt, innocent and so proven guilty and all that. Like, I'm not going to say that he went there with that intention based on what I know right now. But what I do know is he broke several laws, as you just said, in the commission yeah. and illegally bringing a because and this is the, and I'm now I'm going back to what Tofik was saying. If it's a reasonable, if, if a reasonable re- result in your action is that somebody could die and then somebody does die. Like with his example, I think it was with like a home invasion. Um, yeah, it was also like an armed robbery or something, like an armed robbery of a liquor store. Right. And yeah. So then you would, I would, so if me and you robbed a liquor store, we knew with, that that was an inherently dangerous yeah. felony. Yeah. Yeah. See, so you I, watched I would, it. Would, yeah. I watched that it. That was so how I he said it. Too, inherently yeah, dangerous. Yeah. So you could be, you could be, I could be charged with your death if, if right. you were to die from that. Yeah. And right. I'm, Hundred percent, he'd be guilty of that. And I don't, I don't recall what the actual um, name of that charge would be. Fe- it, well, it's felony murder is so felony murder, but it's not like like first degree murder or something like that. You know, it depends on. Well, yeah, it depends on. That's where you get into the levels of it. But, um, but yeah, yeah and, I, and I'm not familiar with the the states, like what states actually have. Um, yeah. Like that charge is available, but well, yeah, hundred percent. Like I'm f- all for that. He's the dude that 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 kid's a piece of shit, and and you know, uh, if there is a charge like what you just explained, you know, that I hope that that would be the at minimum what he gets yeah. on top of all the other charges. Well, it's Minnesota. It's the same. It's the same state. So okay, it's same, yeah, it's the same state that Derek Chauvin is being charged in. So yeah, it it, it does exist. Yeah. I think that with everything that he did wrong, especially if he can get one of those felony murder charges, um, I think ideally, like hopefully, um, you know, you you play stupid games and you win stupid prizes, and this kid hopefully um, he gets locked up for a long time. Um, but as far as like you know, a lot of people are, I mean, from California, anyways, are saying like, oh, this is murder, you know. But it's, I, I'm not seeing it there. I'm looking at it from the same like kind of devil's advocate kind of. Uh, yeah, defense attorney perspective. I'm not seeing it, um, but everything he did was irresponsible, um, and it resulted in somebody losing a life and two other people being shot. Right? Was what well, did the yeah. second guy die too? I know um, the first guy died. I don't remember if the guy with the skateboard died, um, but then the other guy got shot in the hand. So three victims because of a kid made some stupid decisions, and hopefully. Yeah. Um, he, he has to pay, but as far as the actual like murder part of it, I'm not seeing it. I, I, I can't, I can't see, um, from, from my perspective. And, and again, I would never be in that position, but if I was, um, you know, take away all the other stuff, you know? Well, we have to, we're just, 
Remember, we're talking, well, there's two different murders. There's there's like first degree murder or second degree murder, and then there's first degree felony murder, second degree felony murder. If we're talking yeah. felony murder, then yeah, you can make a case there. Oh like, yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. He yeah. definitely he. It doesn't take a genius. I don't mean you could be fifteen and know that you walking around with an AR fifteen is illegal. Like you're not you're not legally able to buy right. it. So you know you're illegally possessing it. Right. You know? So wow. yeah, we have to go oh. with what we do. Yeah. So I, I absolutely he knew he was he knew he was breaking at least a law. You know. Um, and 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 I don't even know. I think there was even a curfew at that time. Um, yeah, he knew he was breaking a law and, and, and somebody's death was a result, um, in the process of him breaking that law, um, someone lost their life, um, to him. So I would be a hundred percent for, I I mean, I'm not a a lawyer, but first or second degree felony murder for sure. I don't know what the penalty is for it either. I don't know how long a sentence would be for that, but yeah. Um, well, any, I mean, we talked like 25 minutes on that and I, I was ready to kick off. Um, <laughs> yeah. I got on that, so. I'm all about, um, I'm all about, um, protecting <laughs> yourself, your family and your property, but this kid was doing none of those. So, um, hopefully he gets the maximum sentence. Um, and, 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 and I, and I, I hate to make people, um, like I, I would hate for someone to be punished extra to make an example out of them. But maybe this is maybe this needed with this guy, you know? Yeah. He's not the only one who's doing this. He's just the only one to where it escalated like that. You know, there's a lot of people out there. I've seen videos yeah. of people, um, uh, not to pick on any particular race, but there was a video I've seen of like um, a white supremacist group, and they, he fired a, he fired a, a shot from his handgun into like a bush next to a bunch of like would happen to be black protesters. And I was like, whoa, like how, and he was 15 feet from a cop, you know? So these kind of incidents are like these escalations in these um, protest areas, you know, kind of where you have these standoffs between different protest groups. Um, They're happening, but it just didn't happen to kill someone and injure two others, like seriously injure two others. But maybe they just need to make an example out of them to teach people like, hey, keep your ass at home. You know, if right. you feel like protests are going violent or they're they're whatever, keep your ass at home, protect your home, protect your family and leave it at that. You know, um, that's kind well, of that's kind of I don't feel no duty to protect no shell gas station, but don't come over here to my house, you know. Right. Well, you know, and that's and that's the thing that I kind of was circling around before, like. You know, self-defense is sort of about your own castle, right? It's hard for me to get behind self-defense when you're going into another state. Yeah, that's- yeah I think self-defense, I, I mean, yeah, generally, yeah, I would agree. But self-defense could happen, you know, anywhere. Uh, yeah, but I mean. Could be on, I could be on driving down uh, to, like I said, I can be going to Nevada or going to another state like that. Um, and I defend myself. I probably broke some laws as far as, you know, carrying a firearm or something like that. But um I- I yeah. think there's probably good reason why it's it's very easy. Like I can buy a gun and have it if I just keep it at my home, right? Like I can buy a gun if I never take it out with me. 
I don't really, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to get a special permit or license, right? If just, just to have it in my house, isn't that right? I only, it's only right. for carrying it out with you that you have to have. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you could have it in your home. It's supposed to be like, obviously like locked up and everything. That's just um, for self-defense. Yeah. I mean, you, you could have it for whatever you want for sporting and anything, but um, anytime you can, and you can carry it with you, like in your vehicle, if you're going to or from somewhere, but mm -hmm. there's rules like you have to have like the ammunition separate from the firearm right. and it, it, you know, it has to be locked up in two separate areas. You know, um, the easiest thing to do is to lock your gun up in a case and then lock your ammo up in a different case. That's the easiest thing to, to do. Right. Um, no, you can't like carry it on you where, you, and that's for the reason of, you know, you don't have a permit. You have to have a concealed carry permit. Right. Um, where you, you would then be able to carry it on your person loaded. Um, but I don't know about Minnesota. I don't know if it's an open carry state. Things are different. I can only speak on my California law. They may allow right. you to walk around with the open firearm. So, cause some places are like that. Even here, yeah. when you're in the national forest, you're allowed to carry a firearm on you. Um, which, right. I really like it, but it cannot be concealed. It has to be open. Mm -hmm. So it's actually kind of opposite. If you conceal it, you're breaking the law. But if it's open, right. you're not. And I think, I think that's for for um, rangers, like park rangers and stuff like that, and for other um, law enforcement to understand that you are, you know, you are, um, you're armed. So right. I, I approach you differently. Um, but if you have a concealed, I guess they want to know if you have a firearm. But right. Well. And and my only point really was, I mean, I know it's different in every state, but just my point being that like, it's, it's a lot easier to get a gun that you just keep with you at home for self-protection versus to have a gun. And my point there being that the, the onus on you is much more strict because if you're going out with a gun, there's an expectation that you have some level of responsibility like you have to be like you can't be like if you're super hot headed and you're like one of these type of people that's just always ready to like start some shit with everybody. Yeah. You probably shouldn't be walking around with a gun. Right. So yeah, no, that's absolutely. what I'm saying is like having it at your house for self-defense is one thing. If you're going to take it out to another state and now you're you're, you're going to face consequences if something happens as you know, as a result. Yeah, um, I, I hope I just hope out of all of this, I mean. I hate to say it because I don't, I don't usually, I don't believe in making examples out of people, but I really hope that they make an example out of this kid because I'm sick and tired of people thinking that um, they could just do whatever the hell they want. There's no consequences, you know? And, and I, 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 like I said, I hate to make him an example, um, but I really feel like an example needs to be made for all these people. Like my, um, like Mark was saying, um, hero complex, you know, these people that think there's some kind of a hero, there needs to be an example made where people just stay their ass at home and, and, right. you know, just be no like, don't be stupid. Just stay home. Don't be stupid. I was going to actually ask about that is, is that a book, a Hero Complex? <laughs> no, I think it's just just it's oh. a general term, you know. Hero oh, complex. It was capitalized. I didn't know if that he was thinks, like a book. He thinks he's some kind of a hero or whatever, but um, yeah, yeah. I just feel like people just need to keep their ass at home, live and let live, man. If people want to go and protest, let them go and protest. If you don't believe in it, stay your ass home. Well, particularly, if you, uh, 
burn down a target, let them burn down a target. It ain't your target. Let them burn it down. And they're going to, there's going to be consequences to what they do too. Right. But you are not a police officer. You are not the national guard. You're not a judge. You're not a jury. Stay your right. ass home. You know, why yes. would you put yourself in a position? Like, why would this kid put himself in a position where he can get beat over the head with a bottle and stabbed to death or yeah. beat over the head with a skateboard? Put yourself in that position for what? To protect right. somebody else's shell gas station? That guy ain't paying your bills. You know, why, why would you put yeah. yourself in a situation where your life is on the line? Because, I mean, from if that's how he felt anyways, you know, he, for all I know, he could have been a piece of shit trying to shoot somebody. I don't know. But at the very least, you put yourself in a situation where your life was going to be in danger for what? To get minister first aid? Go volunteer at a half marathon. Get out of here, you know? Right. He put well, himself I mean, in a situation, and, and, and he should have never been there. And hopefully, he gets he gets made to be an example for everybody else. Well, you've you've demonstrated why you're the true tenth man because you've really kind of like come at this from all angles. Like you started off like I thought we were going to be disagreeing, but I think we're pretty much in agreement. The only thing, the only thing I was going to say, and uh, um, you know, and this is this is making a little bit of a judgment, but this is just based on. You know, I've known you for, for like five or six years now. We've worked together for a while and we've had a lot of carpool conversations and all that. Yeah. I, you know, and it, it does, context also matters. So I'll, 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 but in a, in a vacuum, I don't know that I believe that if, if you were there and you were armed and you had one guy coming at you with a bottle, I don't know that I believe that you would just shoot the guy. Oh right. yeah, I mean, I, I definitely would, and I'm not bragging, but no, I definitely saying, would. I believe that you would eventually, but I'm saying I don't know that I that you would just go straight to shooting the guy. Like if, like, let's say a guy comes out, he's like 30 feet from, and 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 this is a lot of speculating because again, I haven't seen necessarily proof as to this yeah. is what happened with Kyle. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, guys, at what point? Let's let me put it that way. At what point? Uh. Do you shoot the guy? I think um, if I'm being um, trying to be as honest with myself as possible, I think that him simply chasing me with a bottle and throwing a bottle at me, um, I wouldn't shoot him in that moment. But um, if I was to stop, like if I was to not, like say I get to a fence or a wall, like this what I had read that he got up, to the, a, a building, like a wall in a building where he could no longer um, mm -hmm. retreat. And I turned around and, and I, and I drew like in his case, he had a, a weapon across his chest and I drew it up and I actually drew down on somebody. Um, and I'm, and I'm yelling, you know, expletives and telling him to stop or I'm going to shoot him. And he keeps coming. I'm, I'm until he stops forward motion. I would absolutely shoot him. Well, um, I think a common sense person that sees somebody turn around and lift a, a rifle up, whether it's an AR-15, a pistol, any, any kind of firearm, if someone's pointing a firearm at me, it's kind of a universal sign to stop being stupid and turn around, you know? Whether you feel like you're in the right or not, that gun is going to win every time. Well, I see. And now you kind of are getting back to, like, my thing, which is, like, I have a little bit of trouble um, – believing without evidence. I mean, I haven't seen, and there might be, I, I haven't, I haven't actually heard this until just today when you told me, 
But it's hard for me to believe that a guy's going to go running after a dude brandishing an AR rifle with with a bottle. Yeah, some crazy people out there, though, man. He, no, you're right. And I mean, he could have been... People do crazy shit, and he's amped up. For, he's feeling a certain type of way. So I'm not saying it's not possible, but even if yeah. you take that first situation out of it, like, in that situation, I'm telling you, if if I raised my firearm and, and, and I aimed it at him and he did not stop, he whatever well, is in there until he stops coming forward. I'm going to continue pulling the trigger. You that's also, that's just well, you hard. also added something about him having a weapon in his chest, which that was yeah, not. He had it across his chest, like he had his. So I don't know if you're familiar with this, like the sling. He had a sling. Wait, are you talking about the guy with the bottle or Kyle? The guy Kyle. He had his. Oh, gun okay. His chest. I thought you were um, talking about the other he guy. He picked it up. Yeah, the guy with the bottle. I mean. I don't know. He must. I don't know if he was close. I don't know. I don't know exactly. All I just I read it that one time, and that was it. But in the other mm-hmm. situation, um, which is a little more known with this whole skateboard guy, um, I don't know if we would disagree in that situation. But absolutely, in that situation, if a guy's swinging a skateboard at me um, and I'm on I'm on the ground, um, I'm gonna fire. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna protect myself. Mm-hmm. Um, all things removed from that situation, you know, say I'm walking home from having dinner with a friend or something. And, uh, and that same, some wackos chasing me with a skateboard. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot them if I have to, mm-hmm. um, all other things removed, um, to right. try to put it into a vacuum and yeah. it's just me walking down the street by myself and some guy screaming and swinging a skateboard at me, you know, it's hard for me to, you know, conceptualize that because again, I just keep going back to like, you're a smart person. You're not going to put yourself in that situation to begin with. So it's kind of speculative, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, all we could do is just try to, I mean, the way I, the way I would come to that and, 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 and I don't, I don't know without ever being there. I don't know how I'd actually react. For all I know, I'd be, you know, terrified and, and not be able to do it. But, um, when you when you train like with your firearm, that's what you're training for, you know. Right. You're training to be able to shoot on target and, well, and hopefully be able to go through these scenarios in your mind that if this was a situation, this is what you're prepared to do. I, you know. And I will say, you know, for my what tenth man thought on the other side of it, um, with the caveat being that again, I'm not I'm not as big on the defense argument when you're crossing state lines you know all that stuff uh, illegally but just again in a vacuum you know it's and in particular i'm more supportive of this if you're like defending yourself at your own house yeah but me too, yeah if like you you know if when it comes to, like the warning shot or shooting at your feet um yeah i agree with the idea that if you are going to shoot you have to shoot to kill and that's that's also coming from even a legal perspective because if you're going to use you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is, this is my understanding of the way the law works when it comes to like personal defense. Like if you think that you're in fear for your life and you shoot the person, you should be shooting to kill. Because if you you shoot somebody like in the leg, then they're going to be like, well, how did you fear for your life if you didn't shoot to kill? You know what I mean? Like, and like, um, I don't know about legally how it would, how, how it plays out legally. I'm not sure either, but, um, I've heard that argument before by like gun advocates. So I'm just kind of playing it from the other side. Yeah. I, w- I would say, man, I, when it comes to warning shots, I just don't believe in them. You know, I don't believe in warning shots. I don't. Because it and, takes time. 
it's it's a time thing it's a you're doing like you you train so like when when you when i target when i go target practice i'm not training to kill you know but i'm training marksmanship and i'm training to hit something that i want to hit um so for you to somehow in that split second where your adrenaline is going crazy and so many things are happening so fast it's hard enough to draw your weapon and get on target as it is yeah um because i don't know if you've ever seen videos of like how fast distance can be closed by somebody Mm -hmm. um so you're supposed to you know, get your firearm out of its holster because you can't brandish a firearm. It's illegal to brandish a firearm for no reason. Once you pull it, it's supposed to be like your life is in danger. Right. But um, you're supposed to pull your weapon out, draw down on somebody and, and hit that target. Um, it's hard enough to do that before they could even like anytime you're in a, like in a, in a your typical um, argument, they're too close. They're too close. By the time you pull yeah. out your firearm, you're, you're body to body and you're shooting potentially you could be shooting yourself um but i think it was something crazy like when the time it takes for you to draw your weapon and push it out in front of you they someone can close like over seven to ten feet that fast so i don't believe in that moment with all the adrenaline and all the other factors happening that i'm going to be able to draw my weapon aim at a foot or a hand or a arm you know a leg i'm not gonna be able to do that i'm gonna pull it and i'm gonna shoot as if i was target practicing you know center mass i'm gonna aim for the the largest target you know which is center mass um right and i and i and i hate to i hate to like uh, like kind of talk about it that way because it's kind of dark you know like you're target practicing which is a fun thing for me um but it has this dark side too where you know, mm-hmm. in the back of your mind, you're always target practicing for that. Right. It's for fun, but it's always for that what if too, you know? Yeah. You, know, you always want to be, you know, if someone breaks into your house, you don't want to be the guy who doesn't know how to shoot, you know, or the girl, I guess, and, you know, probably mm-hmm. more importantly. But, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Everything, um, everything that we're taught like in the military and everything that you, I mean, I was kind of brought up in a, in a um, environment where there was firearms all over the place, you know? And I think uh, I would like to believe that everybody that I know that grew up around firearms, I think we're actually more responsible um, with them. Um, And I know I could speak from experience that having grown up and owning my own firearms, I, uh, I'm a lot, I'm I'm able to handle them a lot safer than other people that I've seen, you know, who actually like own firearms, but they don't know what the hell they're doing with them. Um, But yeah, I think this training, you train the same way. um, And hopefully you're never in that situation. But if you are, you you know, there's nothing that could prepare you for what's going to happen to you afterwards, you know? I don't I don't even want to try to put myself in that situation where, you know, if I had to make that decision um, to choose between me or my family and somebody, somebody else, um, how I'd feel afterwards. Jesus is that's just going to be a, a right. long, a long road ahead, you know, for your, yeah. mental, your mental state for that. So, yeah. Uh, damn, that's kind of a freaking I didn't want to I, I kind of like. uh 
doom and gloom, man. I never really thought about it like that. You know, you kind of forced me to look at it like <laughs> from my perspective. Like if I was in that situation, how yeah. it, that's kind of gloomy. Well, I mean, sorry, I guess, but that was, <laughs> I, mean, no, I, I mean, I mean, it's probably important to think about it though. Cause no, it, it is, it absolutely is. And, uh, you know, I probably haven't visited that thought in a long time. I mean, I haven't been target practicing in a really long time either, mm-hmm. but um, I haven't thought of it that way. I mean, I always, I always talk about it. Like even when this, when the you know, protests were kind of going on, it was kind of getting crazy for a little while. Um, I had made uh, preparations here at home for, <laughs> you know, like I typically don't have, um, firearms loaded and everything you know but right stuff's always locked up in a safe um Mm -hmm. but in in that moment when i thought things were really gonna um there was some propaganda that went out about uh i don't know if it was antifa or whatever but protesters were gonna take to residential streets and uh yeah it made me a little nervous you know and i was thinking shit i don't want to be in a position where i'm gonna have to um defend my property you know and um I had to have a talk with Juliet, like, hey, you know, this is something that we got to think about. And um, luckily, it's just us two. So, you know, um, we're able to have firearms more available than, um, say, someone with with, with kids or, you know. Right. So, um, yeah, we made a few little preparations, but it's kind of weird that sometimes it's almost like an automatic thought process, but you never stop and try to think about because like when you asked me, I, I had to stop and think like, damn, I would have to make a choice in that, you know, 10th of a second or whatever. I had to have to make a choice. Like, am I going to take this guy's life? Like, am I that afraid? Am I not that afraid? What if I'm wrong? What if he's just crazy? You know, what if he's trying to show off for YouTube, you know? Right. See, okay. And I guess at the end of the day, I'm glad that you said that because more so my point being that and kind of getting back to what I was saying before um, you're, you're being extremely thoughtful in the way you're saying it. Like initially you were like, like, yeah, I'd shoot him. Like, I hope that doesn't make me sound like a jerk. But then when I asked you, when I kind of challenged you on it, I was kind of like, you know, I don't know that I believe that. And now that's biased on my part because I only know a certain aspect. Like you, you know, I've never even seen you with a gun. Like I only know a certain aspect of you. So I'm only, you know, but, but in my asking you and sort of challenging you in a sense, it kind of made you expand on it a little bit and in doing so you're kind of, you're kind of making my point, which is that you have a certain level of responsibility and thoughtfulness and you know you're mature you're you know you're a grown man and everything versus this kid who again wasn't in legal possession of a firearm was not in a not equipped to make that decision right what right or wrong he should not have been making that decision he shouldn't have been there you know what i mean yeah i think i mean and i think this makes this kind of talks to a point of mind like i'm totally pro gun you know i think a lot of the gun laws that we have here in california are ridiculous we kind of talked about it i'm i'm pro gun in in more ways than 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 not but uh one thing i will say about um legally purchasing firearms and stuff like that i definitely feel like 18 years old is too young you know that's something Mm -hmm. that i feel um and I would be 100% willing to come to a to the table and talk 
with um, people about that, but I feel 18 is too young to be able to buy a firearm. I think um, there's a lot of maturity that happens between 18 and 21, and even more that happens between 21 and 30. But um, I think 30 is the part where you really get like really mature. You know, I mean, at least for me, I think there's something that happens between 27 to 31 ish. Yeah. But um, 18 is definitely too young. Well. If, to own if, a firearm, you know? If 18 is too young to own a firearm, then it should be too young to go to war. I And I, I would agree with that, too. I, I, no. I certainly would, you know? I, would, uh, I, would, I wouldn't be against that. I would definitely be against... No. I think the only difference between the two is that when you're 18, you, you're, you're actually... Um, you're signing up to... to and, you, and you're getting training, you know? It's a voluntary yeah. sign up. And you're being trained to do so. Uh, when you right. buy a firearm from the gun store, you're not really you're not really trained. You know, you you know the basics. Yeah, um, but you're not trained. But I think this kid is a uh, he wasn't even legally uh, he wasn't even 18, so yeah. he's definitely not legal. But I, I would make an argument from uh, from a gun like a gun owner's perspective that 18 is 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 too young. Well, I uh, I commend you for this this conversation because you said you were nervous, but you've you've been handling it like like you're a seasoned veteran here. So uh, uh, yeah, I haven't had to like carry the conversation or anything. So I appreciate I that. Um, I mean, I guess it's easy because I'm kind of used to just talking to you about stuff and you know well, back and forth. And, so and it seems like your family is the dominant audience anyway. So you don't even like have to feel like you're <laughs> amongst strangers. Uh, my family's crazy though. So I can't <laughs> half the time we're going at each other's throats. So we can't take that. Um, I think my, my record here on these live streams, I think is only like 40 or 45 minutes. So this is two and a half hours. So that's crazy. I was not expecting this to go this long. Um, yeah, uh, past my bedtime for sure. <laughs> and we've kept, and we've still got seven people. I mean, that's crazy. I don't, I don't know if Farrell, Farrell might have gone to sleep because uh, Farrell is in North Carolina, so she's oh, two yeah. hours ahead. I mean, North three Carolina, hours. Ahead. She's three still, right? Yeah, three. Yeah. So, and I haven't seen any comments uh, in a while. And I definitely would not blame her if she went to oh, sleep, yeah. but we might find out in a second if she says something. But. Um, but yeah, um, super thankful for you and and uh, Gloria, Mark, and Juliet, um, and I, I think those are all your people, right? Those are all the people you. Yeah, brought. yeah. That's my oldest sister, my brother. I'm the youngest, so it goes me, my brother, and then I have another sister, and then Gloria. Oh, okay. Oh, so that would be the four of us, and then Juliet. Well, it was nice to virtually yeah. meet all of you. I definitely yeah. appreciate all the uh, all the chat. It's Really cool. That's the thing I like the most about this is being able to engage with people. And then, uh, I think so. I I like that too. I really do like that. I hope that feral, um, and tap trails don't think I'm some kind of like gun toting asshole, you know? No, no, um, I, I, no, 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 they, they don't. Um, and like I said, you, we, um, we, I think we, I think we mostly agreed on the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff. Um, and, uh, but yeah, no, I, it was good. It was a good conversation. Like I said, I, I, you know, it's funny. I brought up Rittenhouse just to, just to be like, you know, we don't have time to talk about him. And then all of a sudden that went into a, <laughs> a whole, yeah. whole yeah. conversation. Yeah, a whole self-defense conversation and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. 
Oh, there's Pharaoh. I like to definitely. Um, yeah, Pharaoh, uh, I hope uh, you don't think I'm some kind of like uh, NRA endorsing gun crazed person, but um, I really, I, I, I love firearms. I think it's a, a hobby more. I'm not like a collector, but it's a hobby of mine. And um, there's just that dark side to owning a firearm. And um, I mean, it could be anything, but it's just a, it's just a, it's just a tool. And um, I hope I never have to use it in a situation. Um, I definitely would never put myself in a situation like this Kyle kid did, but yeah, um, in a home, like in a, you know, uh, in a bubble, in a bubble, you know, self-defense situation. It's, it's a lot to unpack, you know? Yeah. I, and, and, you know, you've, um, I've, of all the people over the years that I've had, conversations slash debates, you know, when the wake of like another mass shooting or something like that. I know of all the people, um, you know, Jose has been by far the easiest for me to talk to when it comes to, you know, you know, we, we may have differences of opinion on certain things, but I definitely respect um, your, your stance, especially because over the years, I've learned that, you know, we even talked about this even just like after George Floyd. I know we were talking about this a little bit. Like I've really, my eyes have been open to the sort of inequities in society. And, you know, one of the things that you used to to say to me a lot was like, you know, I need to own guns because I have to be able to match what the police own. You know, you remember you were saying that? You're like, if if the police are able to own it, then I should be able to own it. And I remember like, at the yeah. time, I was kind of like, that seems kind of weird. Like, that seems kind of almost childish, you know. But then yeah. I come to understand that mentality with, like, the things that I've seen, um, so, you know, in terms of, like, racial issues. And then even, like, you told me some things about, like, your your upbringing. And, and I have a much better I'm, – I'm much better equipped to understand that thinking now. And it definitely changes the landscape. Like, do I still think that we need – more common sense gun laws like absolutely then like the the mass shootings are i i i can't i cannot accept the idea that mass shootings are just an inevitable thing that's just gonna happen like i i cannot accept that and i won't um but we can get into discussions about what are the best ways to combat that but like i said i totally get you know where you're coming from when it comes to those things and i think that you you explain it in a way that doesn't come off as like Oh, you're just some crazy libtard or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. Those guys are like, they're coming for my guns. It's like, dude, shut up. They don't need your guns, man. Like, you ever seen a freaking tank? You know, (laughs) I don't care how many ARs you have. You're not gonna stop a tank when they come knocking on your door, you know. So I'm not one of those guys, but I definitely, I still stand behind my um, statement uh, that if the police have AR-15s. I need an AR-15 because they have them to protect themselves from the negatives in the society. So I need to protect myself from the same negatives, you know? Um, So I'll stand by that until, uh, until somebody can convince me otherwise. But, and I think uh, like, uh, like with this current climate, you know, guns are selling as fast as gun stores can put them on the shelf. Oh yeah. And there's a lot of first-time gun owners out there. So mm-hmm. um, that goes to show that, you know, when things aren't, you know, status quo and everyone's living in their, their perfect bubble, 
people find value in having a means to protect themselves. And so um, I just ask for, you know, I try to be as open-minded as I can with um, people who don't believe the same things that I do when it comes to firearms and, and, you know, self-defense and stuff. I try to be as open to, to, to their opinions. And I, and I ask that people who may not like, you know, for you, for example, you don't find a lot of value in uh, firearms um, for your, for yourself. But I ask that, the same thing that I asked of you, I asked of others to, to think outside of your normal realm and say, Hey, you know, what, what do other people, how are they living and why do they feel they need firearms too? You know, right. Because like I said, a lot of people are first time gun owners right now. And why are they doing that? Yeah. Because their world is kind of like different than their daily, their daily lives. This is a different I thing. Mean, and, uh, I'm not, I'm not blind. Like I saw the video of, uh, there was a woman who I think she was, she had like a little baby. She had like a, an infant in her house and it was just her. And there's this, there's some dude like trying to break into her house and she calls nine one one and she's got like a shotgun in her, in her. She's like, she's got the shotgun train on the front door. And she's basically saying she's on nine one one saying like, do I have permission to shoot this guy? I'm going to kill this guy if he gets through the door. And he's just, she's just basically covering herself, you know, like CYA, right? Like that way they yeah. have it on record of what I'm going to do. And the, the person, the woman on the line's like, you do whatever you need to do to protect yourself and your child. The dude yeah. busts open the door and she, she took him out. He was dead. And I a hundred percent support, obviously her doing that. And, you know, obviously she was in a position where she justifiably had a gun because it probably saved her life. So yeah, definitely. You know, I, I, I totally like, uh, I think you, know, you had said that, you know, I'm probably like the easiest person to talk to um, about gun stuff. And I think that like on the, on the flip side of that, I think you're probably the easiest to talk to as far as um, people who don't necessarily have the same views as me, you know, but um, you're yeah. able to look at it and really like step, step outside of your norm and, and look at it from other perspectives, you know? Yeah. So I definitely appreciate appreciate that, and I do remember you saying one time that you'd be willing to go to a gun shop. So, oh, did <laughs> one, I? One of these days, it's going to have to happen. You know? Well, I talked to. Uh, do you remember I talked about you coming with me to my grandmother's house that time? Yeah, security for me because there because we had some. So yeah, so for anyone that that, that watching that's that's still here, uh, my my grandmother had passed away, but she had a couple of uh, like random kids like from the neighborhood had started breaking into her house and like looting and taking some of her stuff out before we had a chance to like move all her stuff out. And I would, and I was going there periodically to, to ch check on the house. And I actually was, we were talking about you potentially coming with me, like with a gun. Uh, and then eventually I ended up being like, well, let's, let's not, let's not put ourselves in a situation. Yeah. I think that was like a knee jerk reaction. I was like, oh, wait, you know, we had kind of talked about it, but yeah. we ended up going anyways, but yeah. I think at that time, but when we actually did go, I think that you had already had a sense that they weren't like. It had been like, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like it. It was kind of apparent that they weren't like squatting in there, like. Uh, yeah. Like it was like more of a exploration thing for kids Party or something. And stuff, yeah. Yeah, but. Well, there was a lot of there was still a lot of valuable, semi valuable stuff there that they hadn't taken. So I think I think a lot of it was them just like wanting to go there to like. Yeah do drugs or whatever, but that's yeah. neither here nor there, but yeah, we've actually yeah. picked up a couple, 
<laughs> but uh my brother said let's go for, uh, for the gun store oh <laughs> he's egging you on I, um, so, yeah. it's funny my, my grandfather was a big big gun owner and uh he actually took me to uh the shooting range when i was when i was a kid when i was pretty young and but they wouldn't let me they, they wouldn't let kids do it at the time i was oh really that's cool like, i think this geez, is Pennsylvania. Uh, Man, I'm trying to think. I don't even know how old I was. Obviously, I started with like little pellet guns or whatever. Um, yeah. But I would say probably, if I had to guess, um, all of us kids, all four of us, we were probably seven-ish. If I had to estimate, like when we started learning how to um, handle firearms, um, like actual real firearms, um, wow. not like BB guns. But yeah, yeah. Um, we learned on BB guns and, and we learned the basic. Uh, safety principles and we kind of just moved up from there and i and all of us um all of us own firearms yeah my whole family i think my mom my mom does not mm-hmm. um but everybody else does even my aunt who's she's she owns firearms too but yeah i think out of everyone i think me and my brother my brother by far is the most knowledgeable and um, most skilled mm-hmm. um I would like to believe, I think I'm second in line with that. I know I'm better than my dad, um, but by far my brother's a better better marksman than I am and, and way more knowledgeable than I am. But, yeah, I think we just kind of grew up that way. Got to keep practicing. <laughs> yeah. But, well, um, I think we should we should call it as a – Yeah, yeah, we're – Way we're past real, my bedtime for sure. Yeah, but. yeah definitely. But uh, it's been it's been cool. I really appreciate, yeah, Gloria, Mark, Juliet. Those, uh, hopefully, I'm not missing anybody. And then Farrell is yeah, um, is a regular. And uh, Tap Tap. So Tap Trails. He might have already kicked off, but Tap. Um, he's also a super cool guy. And if you ever are in the mood for an exciting uh, biking video, uh, this dude does like. So he goes on these like bike trails where you actually go. They actually have like ski lifts. It's like I didn't even know this was okay. a thing. But like, yeah, yeah you can act, like actual ski resorts. Like during the summer, they are like bike. So he actually goes up on a chairlift with his bike, and then he bikes down. And he does like some crazy, like double black diamonds. He's like, and he's like that. Uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the Red Bull kind of videos where you kind of like <laughs> make your way down. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. He he yeah. does a he just does YouTube YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had to check them out. I I like I like watching that stuff. Yeah, he's, he's cool. I come across it. Yeah, and he he's got like a really dry sense of humor too. So it's pretty funny because he'll do like commentary while he's you know while he's riding down the hills and stuff, and it's, it's pretty funny. That's cool. Yeah, I have to check him out. Yeah, yeah, he's but uh, cool. yeah, it was uh, it was fun. Definitely, um, good conversation. It's kind of like it's weird. It's like this virtual carpool. Um, that. We kind of used to get this in. We used to get this like what hour and a half in the morning, an hour and a half in the afternoon. Yeah, I mean, we're basically kind of like making up for what we haven't had for like the last eight months. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's yeah, cool. we got we got to do it again sometime. Cool. It's, it's been fun. Yeah, I think, uh, sure. the next time I'll probably uh, try to um, be a little more prepared, I guess, and you know, look up some different topics. But mm-hmm. I enjoy just the fluid conversation we had. But if you wanted to talk about something individually. Um, hey, we didn't we didn't have time for you to look up any facts. We we already broke almost three hours as it was. We don't 
don't yeah, I would have uh, prepared a little bit beforehand, though, if you want to talk about something specifically. But yeah. I, I kind of enjoyed just the fluid conversations. Um, but. Well, honestly, I was going to I was going to take more time. But then we ended up like we were, you know, and part of that was on me, too, because I was I was going to like connect with you a little bit before the start time. And then we were kind of running a little late. Um, so I and then I, I knew I already had people waiting. Uh, so I was like, well, I want to get started. Although most of those people waiting were probably were probably people with you anyway. But I didn't want to leave anybody waiting too long. But um, yeah, yeah, it was fun, though. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll, we'll do it again. Hey, and make sure you, now you have to listen to this on the podcast because since you normally listen to the audio. So make oh, sure yeah, the whole yeah. thing. I'll have, to check, I'll have to check it out. Um, <laughs> At least listen to the beginning where I have my little promo piece. That way I get <laughs> credit for one listen. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll have to check it out. All right. Well, I'll have to do some more binge watching of your other ones, too. So I have a few I still got to listen to. So podcast yeah. and YouTube, for those who don't know, he has a uh, you just look it up on your Apple. But um, you, I, I don't I don't remember when you actually changed the name. But uh, does it does it like po like would it then just, be the old episodes would be under the new title still? Yeah. Well, I mean, all the episodes are at the, 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 the website. I mean, the, the website where the podcasts are at has just changed to, you know, now it's thanks for the words, but I, I put a link to it in the description. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, all the episodes are still archived on the same page, oh, okay. but then I also started like when I started, I coincided the new name with launching the website that I launched with my friend and that's thanks for the words.com. And that's kind of like in my new hub for everything. Cause now I have a, I have a link to all the YouTube videos and I have links to all the audios and a lot of them are, cause a lot of them I do, I like I'll upload the video to the audio as well. But as you know, I started, this started as an audio podcast. It was only until just yeah. like May that I started doing the YouTube because I found that that added another layer of, you know, of potential exposure. So that's been kind yeah. of cool. I've, I've actually, um, I've never seen any of the actual videos. I've listened to the audio of, of your oh, YouTube. Really? Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's interesting. Um, first time yeah, participant and then I'll be the first time uh I actually do it too. So, <laughs> so your first time actually seeing it was like last week when we did the live stream. Then I guess. Yeah, that was the first time me uh, checking out the YouTube channel. I believe Ken was on too. Uh, I didn't know it was Ken, but Ken was on, and that was his first time as well. Ken, um, Ken might be watching right now, or might he's just being quiet because I because I actually had texted him a little while ago too, saying like, "Hey, Jose's going to be on the show if you want to check it out." Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, he, well, he had. He had heard me listening to your podcast because I've been binging it um, as I've been driving around. I've been binging oh. this week. And he jumped in the uh, in, in my car and he was like, well, what is this? You know, and I was like, oh, this is uh, Chris's um, podcast. And so uh, he's like, oh, really? He's like, what is it called? And then uh, I don't know what that means. I okay. subbed. I was just going to I was going to I was going to thank Mark for for subbing. So I appreciate that. That's okay. cool. So, uh, yeah, he was like, oh, what is it called? And then he just, like, added you. So, um, yeah, just by chance, he listened to it, and I guess it sounded interesting, so he added, added well, it. that's cool. It's good to know that, that I ha- I'm saying something that at least a few people want to hear or are curious <laughs> to hear. Yeah, 
for sure. But, all right. Well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna sign off here. Um, yeah. Again, it's been a pleasure, um, and hopefully we can do it uh, again sometime. Oh, there's Ken. Oh, there you go. There. What's up, Ken? So, hey, all right. Hey. I don't know how to just uh, a view is a view, right? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Original Tenth Man. Yeah, for sure. You um, you have your little plug you're gonna do. Don't be afraid it. to question the consensus. <laughs> All right. I'll catch you guys Bye, later. Everybody.